JB and Jules for breakfast, only on Triple M. Hit subscribe now. Jules just mentioned before Queen that um, one of our workmates, Steph, she's our promotions coordinator. She's a wonderful person to work with. And um, she actually is really passionate on the side about bees. Yeah, she's a beekeeper. She loves bees. She's got a little hive out the back. She often wears yellow. She in, does. In the theme of bees. Her and, hair um, is yellow. Uh, well, that's a, a coincidence. Had, Steph has joined us this morning. Steph, what do you think about that? Yellow hair, apparently, according to Jules. Oh, thanks, Jules. No worries. <laughs> a little bit Just pointing out the obvious. No, it's not obvious. It's not yellow. It's blonde. But uh, anyway, I've, I have a blonde wife. I know you don't call it yellow. Now, um, Steph, you've recently, you've obviously had bees for a while, but recently you're able to harvest a whole lot of honey. Yeah. That must have been exciting. It was very exciting. So um, we weren't actually ready to harvest yet, but we had a few in the flow hive. So um, we to in order to fix them, we had to harvest the honey. So I had my two little helpers, Chloe and William, running in and out of the house, grabbing jars and things to help me to get it all stored and everything. And we ended up with just over six kilos. Wow. Awesome. Wow. So, um, so we've seen on Facebook, you actually started up Sweet on Schulte Street, which is the name of your little honey, honey company. It's Facebook official. Yeah. yeah it's, it's just that. It's just for the kids. It's a little bit of pocket money for them, a little bit of fun, and um, we've had a lot of a lot of fast, really, really fast support so far, and everyone following and messaging and wanting to let us let them know when we're going to have honey again, so they can come along and buy it. And we had a few customers yesterday afternoon. The kids sat out in the front of the house and um, sold their honey and made some little That's pocket money. That's child labour. Very happy about that. Well, yeah. No. Hey, they don't ask for much pay, so Steph, pocket the profits. That's what it's all about. Now, I figured um, that we're an advertising company, right? So if one of one of our people is looking to expand and sell honey, sweet on Schulte Street. Live their best life. We should promote it, right? Right. So if, so I've done you up a professional <laughs> advertisement, Steph. Okay. Are you ready to hear it? I'm not sure. Here it is for sweet on Schulte Street. Back in my day, honey used to be straight from the bee. Technically vomit, but natural. Now over the years, things have changed. The jars have become way too colourful. It's been all about pretty pictures and not about what's inside. Well, here at Sweet on Schulte Street, we think different. We think natural. We think straight from the bee. Sweet on Shulte Street, it's technically bee vomit. Okay. What do you think, Steph? Um, I hope that that brings more people to us and doesn't have them running no. away. Thank you, JB. It is te- hey, it's all about honesty. It's technically bee vomit. Look, I'm seeing the likes go up oh. already. Sweet on Shulte <laughs> Street. Unbelievable. Goodness me. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Can you imagine a world where Bundaberg isn't known for its avocados, its macadamias, its bananas? Well, it could be the world if our reputation as the food bowl of Australia is under jeopardy and it's looking like a coal mine exploration licence is going to go, well, put forward to the minister. I'm a bit confused. Let's get our professional. His name is Tom Smith, local member. How are you doing this morning, Tom? Uh, JB and Jules, I'm doing very good. Call me a professional. <laughs> That's it. Now, <laughs> so, someone's got it. Now, mate, um, we're interested to talk to you this morning. Can you talk us through the? All I sort of know from this is that 
it looked like a coal mine might go ahead in Bundaberg. Um, is there any truth to that? What's the story? Yeah, so, so what we're looking at now is that there's a, a group called Fox Resources, and they've basically put in what's called a, a mineral development licence, so MDL 3.0, and that's basically their next step towards wanting to develop a coal mine in the Bundaberg region. And look, it's something that I'm, I don't think that we should have. It's something that uh, the council don't agree with. Uh, people out of Moore Park, people in the tourism industry, no one wants this mine to go ahead. So instead of going, well, let's let the MDL go through and then we'll get to the next stage, I'm asking the minister, let's kill it off now. No one in town wants it. It's not good for our growers. It's not good for our tourism. Let's just say no and move on with our lives. This is probably the first time where both sides of politics actually agreeing with each other, <laughs> yourself and Stephen <laughs> it's Bennett. It's a beautiful but thing. It, it's excellent. And you're right. It is a, an area of exploration where people are wanting to turf up a lot of land that can come under jeopardy, not just jobs, not just agriculture, but also it doesn't really make sense to me, Tom, because this is an application licence that has already existed for over seven years. So my question is, why does it need to be extended? Yeah, so, so what they've done is Fox Resources have a permit to explore. So what that means is that they can go, they can look at the, the land underneath, do a little bit of study, and what their next one is is the MDL. So that's where they'll be able to do some further drilling and really test the quality of the coal. So when we're talking about the coal, we're talking about metallurgical coal, coking coal. So it's going to be made into steel. Now, the big thing is that we're not against mining coking coal for steel because you've got to have steel, but is this the right mine in the right location? Yeah, we're... we're close to the Great Barrier Reef. We are the base of the Great Barrier Reef. People want to come up from Brisbane, want to come up from the sunny coast. They want to have that um, experience of the tourism, the turtles, Lady Elliot, Lady Musgrave, but also that great um, agro-tourism experience as well. And we just don't need a coal mine putting all that at risk. Well, is there any spots that this group have even been able to find that could be viable to put a mine in? Well, that, that would very much be what this application is about. So this application would be the big next step to see whether they would want to go through with a mining uh, licence. But for me and for all of the growers out there who stood with me on Friday shoulder to shoulder, we don't want this. Yeah. And what we need is more jobs in agriculture, more jobs in, in horticulture as well, and to continue to invest in that, that major industry in our region and tourism as well. We don't want people looking at Bundaberg and going, oh, there's a big coal mine near one of the greatest natural wonders in the world, Great Barrier Reef, why would we want to go there? We want people coming in, enjoying what is the best of Bundaberg, and that's the tourism opportunities, but also our wonderful growers. Tom, what could also, what impact could the crops have from, say, the pollution of the coal mine as well? Well, that's one of the things that the, the minister is obviously going to be weighing up. So I've got some concerns about what kind of mine it might be. So they're looking at what's called a board and pillar mine. So that's where you go underground, and basically you, you dig away at certain sections underground and leave the pillars there to, to hold up the rest of the mine. Now with that, after a while, the, the top of the, the land would start to sink down in that subsidence. So the only way that you sort of stop that is what um, some mining companies have told me, is that you then plant a whole bunch of trees on top of it. Now if you're planting a whole bunch of trees on top of our prime agricultural land, mm. you're not going to be able to have that prime agricultural land anymore. That's it. So it's got some real real environmental concerns, but also financial concerns because this mine might only last for thirty years 
agriculture will be there for the next 300, 400, 500 years. Yeah, well, that was going to be my thing because you always like to look at things, both points of view, and the big draw card for mining is money, big money, and it could be a good draw card, but I don't think here in Bundaberg it works. But thanks so much for your time this morning, uh, local member Tom Smith, and thanks for explaining through all the details on that one. No worries, JB and Jules, anytime. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time, mate. It is 93.1 Triple M coal mine in Bundaberg. It's looking like it's a big, fat no way at the moment. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. We're talking about this uh, controversial, divisive parenting hack. This woman overseas, she has charged her son every single day um, for essentially living under her roof, and he is seven years old. Look, it's it's realistic living, right? And she hasn't charged him. She's rewarded him. So she's given him tasks, jobs to do. For every day that he does his tasks, he gets paid a dollar. At the end of the month, she charges him bills, but it's like miniature. So over a month, he'd earn $30. Mm. How much are his bills that she charges him? Uh, $5 to rent his bedroom in the family home, uh, yeah. $2 to use his iPad for the Wi-Fi there, and $2 for the electricity of his bedroom. It's teaching him some good. <laughs> I suppose it is, but let kids genius. be kids. It's, he's seven years old. Yeah, I feel bad. I never paid board in my home. Yeah, well, you were in your late 20s. You should have been. <laughs> If I'm perfectly honest. Look, but... we want you to weigh in on one triple three five three on this one, though. Uh, Kerry is in Gubarum. Good morning, Kerry. Good morning, Debbie and Jules. Now, <laughs> what do you think? Genius or is she going too far? I think she's a bloody genius. Yeah. Now, would oh, you do this really? with your kids? No, but I, I've been saying since the beginning of financial year that I was going to put a chart up on the wall and uh, if the kids do their chores without the whinging and bitching and stuff <laughs> that I'd give them, like uh, $5 a week or $50 a month. But yeah. it, they're winking at me because I haven't started it. You owe me $200 by now. I'm like, okay. Well, if you've got to do yeah. it, you've got to pay up. You can't just... Yeah, mum, you've got to be just, consistent, mum. Yeah, you, you've got some lessons to learn. Maybe we need to, <laughs> we need to go live with this lady. <laughs> but the thing is, they haven't been doing their chores without winding, so I'm not starting it. Oh, that's so that's the pretense. So maybe as long as this woman has in the blueprint in the in the fine print, no whinging, no Don't, whining. Yeah, if you whinge about it, you're not you're going to lose money. I would maybe if I would go a step further and I'd introduce infringements. I'd be the police as well. <laughs> teach your, you teach your kids about police. If you carry on, here's a fine. <laughs> Public nuisance in the household. Go to jail. <laughs> Subscribe now and stay up to date. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Our Premiana Pastrami, she's been definitely criticised for the rollout of our COVID vaccine. I think every politician in Australia has been. It was confusing as hell. Yes. You've got to be this age, you've got to work here, you've got to do this, and then suddenly, hurry up and get it, everyone. Don't so. get this one, get that one. Oh, we'll change our minds. But... Yes, we can say that Queensland has been quite a slower state to roll out this vaccine, but she was heralded a hero yesterday in Parliament when she made a very Aussie announcement. Mr Speaker, I can announce today that starting this Saturday, vaccine clinics are coming to Bunnings. More than two dozen sites have been identified across the state so families can get their bunning sausage and a dose of vaccine. The Health Minister will make further announcements as more sites come online, Mr Speaker. But as you can see, we're taking the vaccine to the people, Mr Speaker. I would love to go to Parliament one day just to sit there with a six-pack and go, That was probably the rowdiest uh, sitting of Parliament that I could ever witness. So 2,000 sites. So 
all the Bunnings, that would be a majority, surely, of Bunnings stores. I don't know, actually. There's a lot of them. There is. What about the one here in Bundaberg? Well, would you believe on Joanna Boulevard, guess what? We're going to be doing the jab. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. A little snag, a little onion, a little tea sauce. Maybe whack on some mustard and some Pfizer. Or both sometimes. What, mustard and Pfizer? Pfizer, maybe a bit of tomato sauce as well. Get it all. Get it all in there. It's all good. From this Saturday, the vaccine is being brought to the people like we saw with NRL games. Now Anna's saying, okay, well, I'll make it easier. You can rock up for some hardware goods and you can get the jab. So if you go in on a Saturday morning, you just... Go and line up and they'll just give you the jab. Well, she easy. hasn't released the details whether you need to book yep. or whether you can just rock up. I'm assuming it's going to be rocking up well, like they're the not NRL turn, They're not turning anyone away at this point, so you'd assume you can just rock up at Bunnings and go and ask the question. That's what I'm thinking, unless you release some more I'll details. I'll take your Medicare card, though. Uh, yes, but first things first, we need to get the advertising right. So That's we right. know the iconic Bunnings ads that you see on TV, you hear on radio. We need to remake them to ensure that it sells the right message. Whenever you come into Bunnings, we're full of surprises. You want low prices to bring your garden to life? Let's focus on keeping you alive first. Plus, you can check out our great range of premium deck chairs at Bunnings. You can even test them out while you wait for your mandatory 15 minutes to pass. We also stock a great range of needle disposal kits. If you find a cheaper price, we'll beat it by 10%. Lowest prices are just the beginning. There's also needles. What else has been happening this week with JB and Jules on Bundy's Triple M? Jewel School Holidays has just wrapped up. It um, has. For now, anyway, final term. So, um, parents, the long school holidays is on the way. Probably a good time to start planning anyway. but um, That's it. My sister-in-law, she's actually studying to become a music teacher. So, she's currently ah. doing study online. Does she play any music herself? Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, piano, guitar, awesome. violin. Oh, multi-talented. Yeah, a few different ones. Um, yeah, I don't know how. She's an absolute idiot. But... Um, <laughs> She, nah, love her. Love you, Maddie. But um, but Maddie, my sister-in-law, is she's doing after-school care at the moment as she studies and looks to become a teacher. Now, yep. after-school care is obviously really busy during school holidays because all the parents that are still working, those kids need to be taken care of all day long. Yeah, of course. So I believe Maddie works with seven-year-olds, seven or eight-year-olds. Yep. And so her job during the school holidays is to obviously keep them entertained. So the company she works for up there in North Queensland, they they organise a bunch of activities. So, so two weeks full at pack schedule. Yeah, so they'll go to the movies, they'll nice. go down to the beach, they'll go to a bunch of different spots yep. um, around the traps just to basically keep the kids entertained. Now, uh, Maddie's come up with the great idea to, hey, let's go to... The beach. Let's take the kids down. There's this place called Cape Palaranda up there, and it's got a a big walk you can do up around the hills. So wear them out and then take them down for a nice dip at the beach. What a great teacher in training. She took them to a great spot called Shelley's Beach, a beautiful little spot up there. Nice. Um, She's taken, she's walked down with probably 20 20 of them. Uh, They're all seven years old. They're going, yay, let's go to the beach. She puts up a photo on the private group. That mm-hmm. all the parents are a part of. Yes. Puts up a photo on there and says the kids are enjoying a day at the beach today. I'm so looking after them so well. Look how well I'm doing. Yep. Uh, the second comment down goes, that's Shelley's Beach, right? Did you know that's a uh, nudist beach? It's been one week since you looked at me. The bare naked ladies. There you go. You got it. You got it. Oh, how did she not know? She didn't know it. She has rocked. Did she see things? She said that off in the distance there might have been someone sunbaking, but luckily there were no, no full. It wasn't like nude beaches aren't what you imagine. There's not just naked people everywhere. Thank God. But either way, kids have no filter, so they'd probably run up to the person, point, and go, "What's that?" 
that? Well, because the kids were obviously hot, they couldn't be bothered anymore. There was about 20 of them with the kits off nonetheless. So I guess it, <laughs> after all, lived up to the name. That was wild. Let's find out what else JB and Jules have been up to. Today, Jules, the bell was rung. It's officially turtle season. Uh, very exciting. A mama turtle was very eager to get out there already, and the rangers weren't even ready for her delivery. No, she just come rolling in. Well, That's it. You know what, guys? I'm a. I'm Let's a, go. Season I'm, time. I'm going to lay some eggs. I'm going to get them out. And <laughs> uh, so it officially was yesterday. You might have heard a few bells going. There was the, the turtle down there, the turtle outfit. I forget the name of it, but it's turtle. Turtle Jack. No, not that's the mayor. <laughs> The mascot. The mascot. He might have been in it. I don't know. But um, <laughs> it was down there at Bagara for the um, for the launch of turtle season. But how they did it was as we went to the little church just on your way into Bagara uh, opposite the servo. Yeah. And um, there's a bell out the back there. And they had about seven or eight kids uh, to ring the bell to mark the start of turtle season. And at one point during the, the ceremony, which was fantastic, th- there was a guy there and I didn't catch his name. But he was trying to get footage for the news. Ah, so the media opportunity, you've got to get the good photo or the good video of everyone smiling. Yeah, yeah, the kids cheering and ringing the bell. And his, his trying to wrangle the kids to get the shot was just entertaining. I looked down at my phone, realised I'd recorded the entire thing. Great. This is about a quarter of it. So after you hear it, you'll realise just how hard this guy was working. Have a listen to him. Here we, here we, here we, here we go. Now, 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 push out your, uh, put, put out your little. Uh, can, can, can you put out your, you know, your little turtles, and, uh, so so we can, so so we can see it properly in the in the sign. Don't don't hide each other's face. Right up, right, and, and, and hold him, hold him up. Don't hide your face. So hold him right up to the camera. Push him right into the camera. That's right, like that. Here we go. Just come around, come around a little bit. That's right. yeah. They, uh, oh, oh, they, uh, uh, that's lovely. Just a little bit this side, so we see the see the sign. All right. Here we go. Come on. <laughs> this guy was oh, just working. I'm exhausted <laughs> listening to him. <laughs> but at the end of the day, he did get the shot. He's yes! a professional. Congratulations to him. A big congrats to everyone with the launch of Turtle Season. They're different, but they're ours. JB and Jules on Triple M Bundy. Uh, if you're missing an item, get this. The, the Bundaberg police have posted a photo of a yellow Yard King push mower. <laughs> what? Uh, a push mower that's gone missing. Okay. <laughs> Sunglasses, I can understand, but a mower how has you... got. How do you lose a mower? How do you lose a a mower. <laughs> Honestly, question. someone has lost a mower and the it's gotten to the point where the because the Bundaberg police, they're starting to get a fair they're starting to get a little reputation they for gathering have. up some weird items in their lost and found. A three D printer, a fishing rod, and now we're adding a mower to the kit. I, I honestly, it baffles me. How? Wh- what is the situation here? Yeah. You mow the yard, you put it back in the shed, or you put it back under the house. Where do you? Where do you lose? Where it? Where does it go wrong? Where did it go wrong? And I was thinking about this because I've seen this across the weekend. I've just been racking my brain, going, "How does someone lose?" A damn push mower. And then this memory dawned on me from when I was five years old. Oh, I remember no. I remember seeing Daddy had this old mower that he just seemed to want to stand by for his entire life. Yeah. He, he refused to get rid of it. Meanwhile, it didn't start 90% of the time. No. And I remember seeing Dad trying to start it and then sort of hammer throwing it. <laughs> 
off an embankment at a pure rage. And then I realised maybe this Yard King mower may not be the best value and it's missing for good reason. That's it for now. Catch JB and Jules weekday mornings from 6 to 9am on Triple M Bundy or subscribe here to get all the best bits.